0: It's one o'clock. I'm Cecil Wong. The headlines. A former athletics coach is found not guilty of sexually assaulting a teenage schoolgirl almost a decade ago. Political heavyweight James Tien says Hong Kong needs to act now on national security legislation. And Amnesty International urges the government to drop its prosecution of nine umbrella movement leaders ahead of their trial on Monday. Fanling Court has found a former athletics coach not guilty of sexually assaulting a teenage girl almost a decade ago. But the magistrate said just because the allegations could not be proven beyond a reasonable doubt, it does not necessarily mean they didn't happen. And he says he hopes the verdict will not affect the Me Too movement against sexual harassment and assault. Candace Wong reports.
1: The 77-year-old former coach, identified only as WH, had pleaded not guilty to molesting his then-teenage student sometime between September of 2009 and April 2010. Principal Magistrate Ernest Lynn pointed to what he described as inconsistencies in the accuser's testimony in ruling that the allegations cannot be proven beyond a reasonable doubt, while the student, called X to protect her identity, has said the coach had forcibly removed her underpants and touched her private parts as he was giving her a massage. The magistrate said the way her body was positioned means the defendant couldn't have done so if she hadn't helped him in some way. Magistrate Lin also said a reasonable person would have resisted or tried to push the coach away in such a situation. And he questioned why he remained close with the coach even after the alleged assault. However, he said just because the allegations could not meet the legal standard of proof, it doesn't mean they are not true. He also praised X for going public with her story, saying she was brave and selfless and helped to make society a fairer place. He added that it's not the court's role to advance social movements. WH, who was accompanied in court by around 20 students, told reporters after the hearing that the verdict was just.
0: The honorary chairman of the Liberal Party, James Tien, is calling for the enactment of a national security law here as soon as possible, as required under Article 23 of the Basic Law. He says the longer Hong Kong waits, the less bargaining power it will have in negotiating a law that meets Beijing's requirements but is still acceptable to people here. Mr. Tian resigned from the Executive Council during a failed attempt to introduce a national security bill in 2003. But he warns that a law drafted now is bound to be tougher than 15 years ago. In 2003, when you just talk about it like words, it's not a crime. And
1: even when you talk about action, it's got to be violent action. So a lot of the things that the young people are doing now, if they do it peacefully, they will not be caught Under the legislation that was proposed uh, in 2003, I'm afraid now if they pass Article 23, any action like calling for a big group of people promoting independence will be written into the law as a crime.
0: Amnesty International is calling on the government to drop its prosecution of nine leaders of the 2014 Umbrella Movement protests. The International Human Rights Group says the prosecution of the pro-democracy protesters is politically motivated. The call comes ahead of the start of their trial on Monday. Amnesty says the prosecution is a retaliatory act intended to silence the pro-democracy movement and as such amounts to an attack on free speech and peaceful assembly. The co-founders of the Occupy Central campaign, legal scholar Benny Tai, sociologist chan kin Man and retired pastor Reverend Chu Yu-Ming are among the nine defendants. Each faces a maximum penalty of seven years imprisonment if convicted. The other defendants include student leaders, lawmakers and political party leaders. Police are hunting a suspect who escaped detention at Queen Mary Hospital when he went for a bathroom break. He was due in court this morning. Sources say the 34-year-old was arrested last night on suspicion of using a fake identity card three years ago. Officers believe he escaped through the bathroom ceiling and was seen on CCTV footage leaving the hospital. The government has declared the exteriors of three buildings at the University of Hong Kong as monuments. It means Feng Ping Shan Building, Elliott Hall, and May Hall will be protected from redevelopment. The notice of the declaration was gazetted today. The Antiquities Advisory Board determined that the exteriors of the historic buildings possessed significant heritage value. The buildings with red brick facades have had Grade 1 heritage status since 2009, the highest rank in a three-tier grading system, meaning every effort possible should be made to preserve them. Turning overseas, North Korea says its leader Kim Jong-un has supervised the testing of a new high-tech tactical weapon. The announcement on state media in Pyongyang gave no details of the type of weapon, saying only that it had been researched and developed over a long period. Here's the BBC's Grant Ferret.
2: The apparently successful testing of a new weapon marks a change in emphasis in Pyongyang. South Korean media say it's the first time in a year that Kim Jong-un has inspected a weapons test site. Since his summit in Singapore with Donald Trump five months ago, North Korea has played down its military ambitions. Nuclear and missile tests have been halted. The focus has instead been on economic measures and the possibility of further meetings with the South Korean leadership and with President Trump but talks aimed at persuading the North to give up its nuclear weapons appear to have made little progress in recent months.
0: Cambodia's Khmer Rouge regime committed genocide during its reign of terror from 1975 to 1979, a UN-backed war crimes court said today in a historic ruling. The presiding judge said the regime's treatment of ethnic Vietnamese and Cham Muslim minorities in the country amounted to genocide. It's the first time the court has issued such a ruling. The authorities in California say the number of people reported missing after the deadliest wildfire in the state's history has passed 600. At least 63 people are known to have died in the blaze, which destroyed the town of Paradise. The California Fire Department says around 40% of the fire has been contained. European Union leaders have warned that they won't renegotiate the draft Brexit agreement if it's rejected by the British Parliament. The German Chancellor, Angela Merkel, said there was no question of reopening talks.
2: We now have a document on the table that Britain and the EU27 have agreed to. So for me, there is no question at the moment of negotiating further. Both negotiating partners went home with the understanding that this was the best option for an exit deal.
0: The French Prime Minister, Edouard Philippe, says it's necessary to prepare for a no-deal scenario, given the uncertainty in the UK. The Austrian foreign minister, Karen Knessel, said the withdrawal agreements on the table could not be reworked.
1: Everybody would be harmed, not only the EU-27, and that's why everybody has been working on an arrangement that is not perfect, but that, uh, if I may put it like that, is the best offer that the UK government uh, could get. And it's a compromise. Uh, The EU gave in on certain topics, such as the Customs Union, and also the UK had to give in. So nobody is completely satisfied.
0: Meanwhile, the British Prime Minister Theresa May says she's determined to press on with her plan for Brexit, despite ministerial resignations and the risk of a challenge to her leadership.
1: Difficult and sometimes uncomfortable decisions have had to be made. I understand fully that there are some who are unhappy with those compromises, But this deal delivers what people voted for, and it is in the national interest. And we can only secure it if we unite behind the agreement reached in Cabinet. And am I going to see this through? Yes.
0: The United States has announced sanctions on 17 Saudis for their alleged role in the murder of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi. This came after Saudi Arabia's prosecutors said he was seeking the death penalty for five people charged with the killing in the kingdom's consulate in Istanbul. The U.S. State Department spokeswoman Heather Naut welcomed the statement.
3: We regard the announcement that they made as a good first step. Uh, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, it is an initial investigation finding. Uh, it is important that those steps continue be, to be taken toward full accountability. Uh, we will continue to work diligently to ascertain the facts.
0: Facebook has denied ignoring Russian efforts to use the social media site to influence the 2016 U.S. election and using underhand tactics to discredit its rivals and critics. The BBC's Dave Lee reports from Los Angeles.
2: The New York Times report paints a damning picture of Facebook's leadership during a time of crisis. It alleges Facebook hired a PR firm in an attempt to link anti-Facebook activists to billionaire George Soros, a man often targeted with anti-Semitic attacks. The report also accuses Facebook of deliberately downplaying Russian meddling on its network. In a blog post, Facebook said the report contains several inaccuracies and that it was proud of its work on fighting misinformation.
0: Hundreds of Central American migrants have arrived in Mexico's border city of Tijuana, where they intend to cross the border into the United States. The authorities in Mexico say more than 4,000 migrants are now in the city. They left Honduras last month, escaping from poverty and violence at home. President Donald Trump has deployed thousands of troops along the border to prevent the migrants from entering the U.S. He says the caravan of migrants is illegal and threatens his country's security. One of the greatest works by the British painter David Hockney has been sold at auction at Christie's in New York for just over $90 U.S. dollars. That's a new record for a work by a living artist sold sold at auction. Portraits of an Artist, Pool with Two Figures, was painted in 1972 after Hockney destroyed an earlier version. Here's the BBC's Minton Dowd. It's one of the best-known works by David Hockney, who's now 81. A young man stands next to an open-air pool and stares down at another man swimming towards him. $90 million is hugely more than the previous top price for a Hockney at auction, but pool with two figures is classic early 70s Hockney, and few of those ever come up at auction. Mainland conglomerate Dalian Wanda has agreed to sell a development site in glitzy Beverly Hills in California. It's the latest sign that Chinese companies are bailing out of the U.S. real estate market. The Wall Street Journal said the empty lot has been snapped up by two American developers for more than $420 U.S. million. It means Wanda recoups roughly the same amount it paid for the three-hectare parcel in 2014. Let's have a look at the markets. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 26,185. That's 82 points up on the previous close. Market turnover was $43.3 billion. And in currencies, the U.S. dollar is trading at 113.41 yen. The euro stands at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 1 cent. Now to sports, and here's Adam Chung. England's
2: football team cruised to a comfortable win over the United States in a friendly played at Wembley Stadium. Callum Wilson scored on his England debut. His second-half goal made it 3-0 for the home side, and that was the way it finished. Jesse Lingard and Trent Alexander-Arnold scored in the first half. Wayne Rooney came on as a substitute in the 57th minute to make his farewell appearance in an England shirt. Elsewhere, Croatia scored a late winner to beat Spain 3-2 in the European Nations League. With more, the BBC's Betty Glover.
0: Spain have missed the chance to qualify for next year's finals by losing in Zagreb.
1: A win over Croatia would have seen them become the first team through. After a goalless
0: first half, Andre Kramerich and Tin Yedvi put the home side in front, but Real Madrid's Dani Thebeos and Sergio Ramos pulled it back for Spain. However, in the dying minutes, Yedvi won it for Croatia to keep their hopes of qualifying themselves alive. So, Spain remain top of the group. The winners of Sunday's match between England and Croatia will go through, but 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 if it's a draw, then Spain will qualify.
2: Hong Kong's football team face Mongolia in their third and final match of the East Asian Football Championship in Taipei. The game kicks off just after 3 p.m. Only the team that finished top of the table can progress to next year's final round. Hong Kong can progress if they beat Mongolia and North Korea lose to Taiwan in the late game, but it would come down to goal difference if both Hong Kong and North Korea end up winning. The Houston Rockets have gotten their season back on track after a thumping victory over the reigning NBA champions. James Harden scored 27 points to lead Houston past Golden State 107-86. Before the game, the Rockets announced that they were parting ways with Carmelo Anthony. The aging All-Star signed with the Rockets in the summer but has largely failed to impress. The Rockets have won six of their last eight games after dropping four of their first five to start the season. Boston's Mookie Betts and Milwaukee's Christian Yelich were runaway winners of baseball's MVP awards. Betts had a major league leading 346 batting average with 32 home runs. He also had 30 stolen bases as the leadoff hitter for the World Series winning Red Sox team. Yelich nearly became the National League's first Triple Crown winner in more than 80 years. He set career highs with 36 homers and 110 runs batted in. And in tennis, Roger Federer has beaten Kevin Anderson 6-4, 6-3 at the ATP finals in London. Both players are through to the last four. By winning the match, Federer went top of their group and would likely avoid a semi-final meeting
0: with Novak Djokovic. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. Now to end the news, the top stories again. A former athletics coach is found not guilty of sexually assaulting a teenage schoolgirl almost a decade ago. James Tien says Hong Kong needs to act now on national security legislation, and Amnesty International urges the government to drop its prosecution of nine umbrella movement leaders. The news from RTHK.
3: Yeah, yeah. All the faint morning light Filled with hope cause you're here in my life And we've gone from the edge of our souls Made it back to a place we call home You see me through I was alone in the dark And the fear was my truth Yeah, all the things that you are Of a song builds us up and then laughs when we fall. You pull me through.